Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, listeners. Jess here. Have you heard our newest show, Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches? Winnie Taylor is just a teenager when her mother dies, sending her to Cleveland to reunite with her dad, a former football player. It's an inspirational story about sports, family, and learning to overcome the barriers that hold us back. Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches has something for everyone. Action-packed football games, a story about friendship, and a father-daughter story that will warm everyone's heart. I know you're going to love it. Follow Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free with a GZM family subscription. Head to gzmshows.com for more. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Beavertown, Pennsylvania, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the adaptable, filtrating keystone of truth and the water-impounding, tree-felling obstruction of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live In Studio Audience. Lisa, did you hear me? I said... What? I said, joining me in the studio today... Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Sorry, I couldn't hear you so well. Oh, no. Do we need to check out your input settings? What? Input! Check your input settings! Oh, no. You know what I think it is? No, I don't. No, I said, you know what I think it is? No, I don't. Okay, well, I think it's the listener question got stuck in my input port when I was supposed to send it to the output port. Oh, I see. What? Oh, yes, yes, it's free. Ugh. I'll just send it to the output port and... Hi, my name's Zoe. And my name's Ada. And we want to ask you what your favorite smell is. Bye. Well, I'm glad you sorted out your input and output ports. No need to yell, Deborah. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, favorite smell. Let's see. Uh, well, I'm definitely partial to the smell of mm, sour milk. Oh, oh no, wait. I also appreciate the smell of rotten eggs frying on top of burning rubber in the summer sun. Mm. Oh, oh, what about a wet dog eating blue cheese? Why can't I ever find that scent for my room freshener plug-in? You know what I'm talking about, Deborah? (laughs) Well, probably because humans don't care for any of those smells. Lisa, what about the smell of freshly cut grass in the spring or cookies baking in the oven? Yeah, gross. (laughs) Okay. I mean, yeah, they're fine, I guess. Okay, but not in your top ten. Definitely not. You look confused. Wait a second. Oh, 
I love the smell of human confusion. Okay. I think we're ready to move on now that you've answered all the questions. Yeah, but I uh, I could also just sit here doing nothing while you become increasingly impatient with me. Lisa! Ah, oh, there it is. Mm, mm, mm. Human impatience is almost good as confusion. Are you finished now? Yeah, whatever. Okay, great. Well, why don't you kick off our game by telling everyone how it works? Game, you're about to get kicked off. <laughs> Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one could spot a liar better than a kid. At least we hope so, because that's what our Bitcoin is based on. <laughs> what are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about beavers, water and land-dwelling animals with very broad tails and prominent front teeth. And we're going to learn all about beavers along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is an eight-year-old who has invented a holiday. They call her Jeanne Yusane. Welcome, Jeanne. How are you? Good and bad. And bad. Why are you a little bad? I have a little cold. Sad. I hope you feel better soon. I'm a little cold, too. Can we turn the heat up in here? <laughs> no, she has a cold, meaning a sickness. So, Jeanne, you have invented a holiday, is that correct? Yes. Can you please tell us what that holiday is and what it's all about? It's Animals Day, where the tradition is you're not supposed to eat any meat for 24 hours on that day. Ooh. And... It's where you're not supposed to kill any animals, so I always get mad at my dad when he swats a fly because it's smack dab in the middle of May. Oh, no. And you definitely don't want to eat the fly either, right? Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, because fly meat is... Yeah, well, you're not supposed to kill any animals, so... Right, right. And what day is Animal Day? May 20th. May 20th. How come you picked that day? I don't know. Just because. I have a question. Are you allowed to eat an animal if you don't kill it? Like, could I just bite into part of, like, a zebra and then just let it go? Can you swallow zebras whole? Uh, you know what? I did uh, that one time. I remembered. It was just like today. Oh, a zebra. Oh, I'm going to eat the whole thing. Yeah, I can. I did that one time. Don't do it. Never again. Well, I love this holiday, and thank you for inventing it. I have a feeling you have more fun facts to tell about yourself, Jeanne, and you are going to do so by playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. You, Jeanne, will tell us three things about yourself. Two of those things will be true. One will be a lie, and we have to figure out which is which. Jeanne, can you please tell us your two truths and one lie? I was interviewed for the Detroit Free Press. I went on vacation to Kentucky, and I have a pet lizard. Oh, okay. Well, we know she loves animals, and she seems like someone a journalist would want to interview. But I don't know. What do you think, Lisa? Okay, pretty clever here. I see what you're doing. <laughs> so as a lot of people know, Kentucky is famous for two things, coal mining and uh, baseball. So you think to yourself, what kind of kid is going to go to a coal mine and play baseball? So that's suspicious. Then you think to yourself, the Detroit Free Press, right? Well, as far as I know, buying a newspaper costs money. So that seems a little suspicious. And then you think about a lizard. Oh, I'm sorry. What do lizards eat? 
Crickets. Oh, uh, isn't that meat? I think so for a lizard. So that means <laughs> that is she going to starve her lizard on May 20th? I don't think so. So therefore, that is the lie. Thank you very much. Oh, my goodness. Well, as per usual, we're not sure we followed any of that, but that was Lisa's answer. Let's see if Lisa is correct. Jeanne, which of those things is actually a lie? That I have a pet lizard. That is a lie? Yep. All right, that means that you did go on vacation to Kentucky, correct? Yes. Also, you were interviewed by the Detroit Free Press, and you had your picture there, too. What was the story around that? So back during the huge part of the pandemic, when I was in first grade, we had online school. So I was interviewed about what it was like to have online school. Mm, wow. What was it like? Boring. Yeah. But you're back in school now? Mm-hmm. Well, we are glad that you're back in school, and hopefully it's a little less boring now. Is that true, Jeanne? Yes. Very good. Well, well done spotting the lie, Lisa. Perhaps you can help Jeanne with the rest of the game to spot lies about... Beavers. Jeanne, do you know much about beavers? I mean, much. (laughs) All right. Well, hopefully we do learn a thing or two about beavers from our experts today. So let's welcome them to the show. Lisa, do you have some welcome music for our beaver experts? Come on in and tell us some things about beavers. But don't tell us that they don't exist because we already know they exist. So if you say they don't exist, we'll know that you're lying. Beautiful. Excellent. Our first expert is Eva Bishop. Eva, please introduce yourself to Jeanne. Hi, Jeanne. I'm Eva Bishop. I'm head of communications at the Beaver Trust, and I tell people about beavers and their wetlands. Okay, thank you very much. Let's meet our second expert, Wayne Burgess. Wayne, please introduce yourself to Jeanne. Hey, Jeanne, I'm Wayne Burgess. I am the Director of Wildlife Management at the Chattahoochee Nature Center, and that is in Georgia. Excellent. Thank you very much. What are those familiar sounds just gnawing away in my brain, Lisa? I shall remind you, Deborah, that those sounds indicate that it is hot seat time. <laughs> yes, it is hot seat time. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Jeanne's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Eva Bishop, because she is my favorite actress. Eva Bishop is an actress? Yeah, she was in the movie Wall-E, and she's so good, and she can fly, and she's so beautiful and smart. Eva. Oh, a little bit of crush there. I I have a little bit of a crush. I'm kind of nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. I actually don't think it's the same Eva, but we'll find out. Oh, weird. There's two of them? Uh, Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, it might not be the Eva from the film, but still a worthy expert to go first. Jeanne, what is your first question for Eva? What is the typical day at your job? Sadly, a typical day involves sitting at my desk. I'd like to be out with the beavers, but I'm not. So I'm looking at media inquiries and we're planning beaver releases and all the communications we're going to do around those. 
Beaver releases released from what? Uh, they release records every week, and it's like I'm a beaver, and I'm here to say <laughs> that tree has to go away. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> All right, Eva, tell us about these releases. So in England at the moment, in Britain, we are reintroducing beavers because, as you may know, they got close to extinction globally, and they were extinct in Britain. And so they are being reintroduced to various rivers around the country. And part of our job is to do that. So lots of re-educating people about what to expect from beavers. Okay, this is for Wayne. What are the benefits of beavers in nature? Benefits of beaver in nature. So when you have young baby fish or you have young little animals, they really can't get in deep water. So beavers, I think mostly by accident, build what creates little small estuaries or water standing of about two feet or less. So it's not very deep. And what happens is the fish can still kind of get through the dam and the baby fish stay in there where they're safe and they grow and are hidden from their own predators. So one of the big benefits of beavers is they do create these little estuaries by building their dams. Okay, this is for both of them. What is something that most people don't know about beavers? They can fly. No, they cannot fly. Oh, well, most people don't know that. Let's see. Beavers have actually flown. <laughs> what are you saying right now? Are you saying Lisa was right about something? <laughs> I'm usually right. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> so in the 1940s, Idaho State actually famously redistributed beavers because of their water management benefits by parachuting them out of airplanes what? into hard-to-reach areas. One beaver, in fact, in particular, was parachuted about six times. The first one to go, and he was called Geronimo. So that's something that people might not know about beavers. We don't recommend it. Neither do beavers. No. <laughs> but it did happen once. <laughs> My gosh. Wow. Okay. Wayne, do you have some fun facts that people don't probably know about beavers? So something you may not know about beavers, the beaver is the largest rodent in North America. Oh. Unless you live in New York City and you've seen their rats. Oh. Otherwise, yes, they're the largest rodent in North America. They are a rodent. Okay, interesting. For Eva, what inspired you to work at the Beaver Trust? I do this job because I worry a lot about climate change and the state of our planet. And beavers can help us with this because of the ecosystem effects they have on our streams and rivers. And they make me feel really hopeful. Aw, nice. Well, those were some excellent questions. I hope you got some very good intel there, Jeanne. Hi, it's me, Jess. Support for The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter. Full disclosure, I have a cat, and his name is Arlo, and I'm obsessed with him. And when Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he needs a trip to the vet. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one reason why I use Pretty Litter. And I kid you not, before we got this sponsor, I was already using Pretty Litter for two years. And it's great! Its ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly, its super light base minimizes mess and dust, and Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. But here's how Pretty Litter helps me with my cat's health. It changes color to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. I swear, you and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as me and Arlo do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. 
That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Big Fib! It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Janay will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, no time to beaver away searching for the answers. All right, Jeanne, we are going to start with Wayne. You may ask Wayne your shorts on fire questions now. What beaver species can you find in North America? You can find one, Castor canadensis. What makes beaver's teeth bright orange? Iron enamel. Soda. What do beavers do when they see predators? Slap their tails. To say, oh boy. What are baby beavers called? Brownies. What is the name of the third set of eyelids that help beavers see underwater? Nictating membrane. How long can beavers hold their breath underwater? Four minutes. In the 1950s television show, Leave It to Beaver, what was the name of the main character whose nickname was Beaver? Wally Cleaver. Which organization includes a beaver in its coat of arms? The Canadian Beaver Trust. Name two things that beavers use to make their jams. Mud and tree branches. Possums and spiders. No. (laughs) And that is time. That's all the time. Great. Lisa, can you please reset the timer? I might as well. Thank you so much. All right. Janay, you can ask Eva your shorts on fire questions now. What do you call a beaver house? Lodge. What was the name of the giant beaver that lived 400,000 years ago? Trochantherium. They called her Big Betty. No. On which coin can you find a picture of a beaver? The Canadian nickel. What do beavers produce that has been used in medicine, perfumes, and flavoring? Castorium. What do beavers use to keep their fur free of dirt and bugs? A grooming claw. Vacuum. No. During which months do beavers hibernate? They don't hibernate. Name a type of tree that beavers like to eat. Willow. In the cartoon Angry Beavers, (laughs) what are the names of the two beaver brothers? I don't know, I'm afraid. Fact or fib? Beavers are the largest rodent in the world. Fib, the largest is the capybara. How large is the largest known beaver dam? It was 850 meters long. And that is time. That's time. Sorry. Woo! Really good job, Jeanne, asking all those questions and well done, experts. All right, it's decision time. Jeanne must cast her vote and decide who our fibber is. Jeanne, please tell us who is our big beaver fibber. 
Eva Bishop. Why do you think Eva Bishop is our big beaver fibber? Well, I only remember like one or two reasons because I decided on some other reasons during the podcast, which I promptly forgot. Um, (laughs) It's okay. They were reasons nonetheless. At some point you thought to yourself, nope, she is the fibber and that's all I need to remember, right? Yep. Very good. Well, will our actual beaver expert please say I am the beaver expert? I am the beaver expert. It's true. Eva Bishop is an environmentalist dedicated to building climate resilience. She's currently working with the Beaver Trust in Britain, a nature restoration charity reintroducing beavers to regenerate landscapes. Oh, goodness. Well, let's get to the bottom of some of these things so we can figure out where and how Jeannet might have gone astray here with the beaver information. Let's do some fact-checking. Eva, which lies did Wayne tell that made you want to lodge a complaint? (laughs) Well, one of the first ones I picked up was the baby beavers were called brownies, Mm. which may be in slang, but they're actually called kits. Oh, kits. Very good. He also said that they could hold their breath for four minutes underwater, but beavers can actually hold their breath for 15 minutes if they need to. Wow, 15 minutes. Okay. The Canadian Beaver Trust has beavers on its coat of arms. It may do, actually, but I know that the Institute of Civil Engineers in the UK does. So I think he may have made that up. Oh. There was also a really important one in the beginning, which was that beavers, I think he said, mostly by accident. Um, build standing water in little estuaries. They definitely do it on purpose. <laughs> oh, they do? They do. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, well, let's ask Wayne if he told any additional lies from that. Wayne, tell us about all the lies you pelted at us. Well, you know, kudos to Eva. She caught all of them, but one, and that is Theodore Cleaver. (laughs) Wally was his brother. That's right. In the show, Leave it to Beaver. And just for Eva's benefit, in the cartoon, The Angry Beavers, the two Beaver brothers' names are Norbert and Daggett Beaver. Oh, amazing. I'll look it up. (laughs) Excellent. Well, I'm afraid this is where the road ends. Thanks to our contestant, Jeanet, an eager beaver of truth. And thank you to our expert and liar, Eva and Wayne. And thanks to Lisa for the beaver pitch of sounds. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we fell trees of truth to build lie-obstructing dams. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib, or you can send questions for me to answer on the show. You can also buy a beaver dressed in a Big Fib t-shirt. You can follow (laughs) us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And now... I'm going to drop this beaver out of an airplane. No! Bye! <laughs> no, do Look out below! <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy. I'm Autumn. And I'm Jasper. And, and we're, we're a GZM family. family. <laughs> and we want you to listen to our favorite show, Becoming Mother Nature. I love the one with the Green Reaper and the zombies. Yeah! Brinley Pasternak helped the Anders family uncover the truth about Holiday's past. Now, she'll need them to help her find the truth about hers. Six Minutes Out of Time is the long-awaited sequel to the most downloaded family audio adventure in history. When Cyrus is found unconscious near the mysterious Elixir Academy in Florida, 
Brinley learns the school may have a shocking connection to her missing mother. All new episodes are available one week early and ad-free for GZM subscribers. Visit gzmshows.com to learn more.